Hello, welcome to It's My Turn to Geek, where we, we, we talk about the things that we like, and uh, I mean, we'll just, oh, we've got an amazing thing we're about to talk about, which is Hank the Cowdog, and I'm just so excited. Eric is finally, I know that Hank has fallen under some controversy the last few years, um, all lies, all fake news, uh, but Eric's here to, one, defend Hank's honor, uh, and two, just tell us why he's just a badass pro tag for a great children's series. And we're, just, we're both so excited for the movie uh, <laughs> that'll eventually come out. We're, we're over the moon, and I'm just, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm so, so hyped. Eric, thank you for talking about Hank the I don't like this bit. Hank the, I don't. <laughs> thanks for talking about Hank the Hound Dog. So it isn't really about Hank the Hound Dog that resonated with you so, so much. Uh, we're talking about up. not Hank the Cow Dog. I re- no? I, no, it's called, But don't you think the movie's going to be so good? There's not going to be a movie. Uh, Do they even still make those books? No. Uh, I don't remember the name of the author that did that. Uh, I'm going to look it up I as just, I talk. Uh, uh, yeah, you no, talk we're for not, a second. I'm we're gonna not, find something. We're not talking, talking about Hank. Hank the cow dog. It's Nathan for you. I don't know how you got to Hank the cow dog from Nathan for you. Hank the cow dog. The original adventure. 1983. Okay. 70. It says current. 73 ah. books. Serialized in. It says. Did you put this? Okay, list of books. We'll go to break and da, we'll come da, back da, from da, break. Da, 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 da. Jeez. The Frozen Rodeo came out in 2020. Oh. It's still going. My lord. It, I guess it's just one of those things you just never think about, but it keeps happening. <sighs> Interesting. I just... Wow, Hank the, the Hank the Cowdog author is like on the same level as that Narnia writer. What's his name? Lewis, C.S. Lewis. Yes, C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis, Hank the Cowdog writer. Mm, just two of the, two of the most inventive, um, great, great writers uh, from you know the the past century. Honestly, I mean, they you know they might be the two most influential people of all time. You know, C.S. Lewis and not not actually the author, but Hank the Cowdog himself. One of the most influential characters of all time. Like, think of what he's done for the children. He's, he's like, he might, I dare say he might be more famous than Blue from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Hank the Cowdog. Maybe, probably. He might be, he might be more recognizable than Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that is not even close. Uh, I bet no, a lot of people yeah, are just doing... listening. To, like they have no idea, and they've never heard of Hank, Hank the Cowdog. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm glad that uh, to you that's listening out there. I'm glad that you're here. You are greatly appreciated. No, Eric. Yeah, you said Nathan for me. Nathan for you. Nathan for you. Yeah, which Nathan is a uh, not a sitcom. It's like a it's... documentary almost. Okay, but... so yeah, I don't know what I'd classify it as. It's definitely like kind of into the reality TV type thing. I'd say. Uh, we had, yeah. we had tied this earlier, kind of maybe sort of like Borat in a way, in the sense yes. that people know they're on camera, but they don't know the nature of the show that's being filmed. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get into that But yeah, when you a little explain bit more. it, because it's, you said, you were saying kind of like Hell's Kitchen. Almost, okay, so happens. let me, so let me, let me explain to, yeah. to you. So it's, it follows um, Nathan for you. It's a, his comedian is named Nathan Fielder and in the show he just goes by his name but he plays like a character and he's kind of like a very 
socially awkward mm-hmm. character and like he's very he speaks in a very monotone voice very dry good kind of sense of humor yeah. and he's one of the things like he's kind of not pleasant to be around especially early on he's just very boring and i stuff. love and he doesn't like i understand. love characters that aren't good because yeah. we were we were talking about the uh what we do in the shadows show i love comment Ro- colin robinson yeah, colin in that robinson. Show. it's it's not and quite like that but you're it's kind of in, in sort of that direction kimmy gibbler is gr- the best thing about full house i mean jesus so the the premise is he goes like he he goes out and he helps struggling small businesses with and tries to make them successful which is why i compared it sort of to kind of something like hell's kitchen is probably the most famous one but like gordon ramsay goes oh, no, out no, to no, struggle kitchen nightmares sorry hell's kitchen is the sorry yes yeah. kitchen, kitchen nightmares kitchen yeah. nightmares not i don't know hell's why kitchen. i said hell's kitchen because i think i said hell's kitchen because i get it maybe confused because yeah. i just think maybe gordon that's ramsay and that's the famous one but it's yeah. kitchen nightmares in the sense like he goes out to help a struggling restaurant but this is different so the way it I goes is Nathan. It'd be really weird if it were this. So he'll he'll the, the go the way, struggling uh, small business. Wait, I just and, wanted to say, mm-hmm. by the way, Nathan Fielder. Um, if you don't, if you know about Daily Show, and I think he's still on the Daily Show. I think he's the Daily Show correspondent, or has been. He's a white guy. He's kind of going gray now. He's got kind of a receding hairline, kind of oblong face. Um, who does he kind of look like? Who would you say he kind of looks like? I don't know. I want to say like. Almost like Mike Birbiglia, but a skinny Mike Birbiglia? If know. you say so, because I don't know who Mike Birbiglia is. Mike Birbiglia is funny. I like Mike Birbiglia. He's a pretty good comedian. Okay. Guys out there, you know, you know, we. I feel like we recommend multiple things in one episode, and I'm going to recommend that. Recommend Mike Birbiglia. Okay. Listen to Mike Birbiglia. Hank the Cow Dog, Mike Birbiglia. Mike Birbiglia, Hank the Cow Dog, C.S. Lewis, and obviously Nathan for you. Okay. So... He'll he'll go to help like a struggling business, and usually it'll I it he comes up with almost needlessly complicated, elaborate schemes yeah. in some case. Sometimes it's something a bit less that way. Like I, one of the in the first season, there's a, a realtor who's struggling to find business, and his idea is you can you know there's a lot of realtors out there, but not a lot of realtors say that the homes they sell are ghost free you can be the ghost realtor <laughs> yeah, and then they go the ghost and free realtor, they, yeah. ghost free realtor and so they go out and hire he yeah. hires a psychic and then the psychic goes around to some of the houses and like the first is like oh there's no ghost in the second one there's like a full episode of any of those ghost adventure stories type shows you mean the ones like where they're like they're this 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 uh oh this, my god dude i've got a reading yeah dude. no yeah. oh my god I have not. I've seen clips, but I have not watched nice. a full episode I, of one Sheridan, of those Sheridan watches those, some of those, and I just... What did I say to her? I was like, man, this is probably... I was like, Sheridan... Well, one, I was going through Sheridan's Hulu, and what was like... Rec- honestly, what was recommended for her on Hulu, and I was like, Sheridan, you have the widest recommendations of all time. I was just like, oh, man, yeah. I can't imagine... I, I don't know who's watching those shows, but I guess Sheridan and the like. I don't know. Did, I, I saw a thing about, like, what shows were getting canceled or, I guess, really just closing. Because it was saying, like, you know, The Good Place got canceled, which didn't. It just I thought ended. it ended. Yeah, it yeah. just ended. But it was saying which shows were coming, which shows weren't. And, like, some things I was just like, that's got, like, ten shows, ten seasons, and it's still going. I just do not. And then... Then you, you know, look at The Simpsons. Yeah, well, just look at Dancing with the Stars. I mean, you know, easy. That's a bit different. 
they don't even really pay the dance the stars that much for it you know why because it's good exposure for the stars yeah, I mean that's what they're getting out of it. Exactly. Mostly. I mean that's what Chuck Liddell was getting out of it. That's what Vanilla I mean, Ice is getting out of it. I don't classify like competition shows that go on. I don't. I don't. I think those go into like a separate category. I feel like they don't because I feel like because that's more of like so a, sa- it's such a saturated market that it's its own thing. You know, like how there's, the, uh, you know, there it, it's almost like you're like I don't count wrestling as its you know as own thing. It's like well maybe you just don't count like WWE as its own thing because there's a whole wrestling industry i was gonna say in terms of like like cancellation stuff because it's more of like you know you have like the is american idol still going i don't know i can't remember but i think so i think it's it's just like i think you have have those shows and they're more driven by like you know celebrity culture and so like there are a bunch that'll come and go um Mm. It's like just, anything Ellen hosts, I understand. But I mean, there are a lot of just like you know competition shows out there. Personally, so I'm not a fan of them because I just I'm feel not. like a lot the of them. The only one I like is Wipeout. I like. <laughs> that's the only one. I like the Great of. British Baking Show, and that's about it. Oh, that's it. right. You've told me about that. Yeah, yeah. I just like they all run together. It's like uh, they, they 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 all do the interviews and they all say the same thing. I'm here to win. I'm not here to make friends. And they play the generic, you know royalty-free oh, rock yeah. music team. Oh, yeah. I'm like, here to... Like Big Brother, like... Eat ass oh. and chew gum and I'm all of ass. Here we go. You are getting real loud. Sorry. I just... I don't like them. I and don't I, like them I, 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 I understand why people watch them. I do, too. Personally, I just don't like them. I, there's been a couple that I've watched and I'm like, okay, I kind of like that. But there's... And it seems like those are the really short ones. I just am not... I, I get what people like about them. There's, but I want a more. I just want something else. I want a different story. I like storytelling. That, you know, I mean, I've said that a ton of times. I like storytelling, and that's not like, to me, that's not high storytelling. It's right. like you know, it's stuff happening. It's more of a reality show than yeah. it is a, you know, it is so, a form of like skill. It's, it's really more of a reality show. Like you could say, hey, is this a skill competition? Which is like. America's Got Talent it is kind of like the most one where, or something along those lines where it's like that's a skill based entertainment thing yeah you know and that's fine but then there's some of the stuff like uh, I don't like Iron Chef where some maybe it's not even Iron Master Chef or something like that there's too many good shows there's all those gimmicks and stuff and it's like and it's like really just do it a skill based thing like I really like uh, as far as those entertainment type or those competition type things like American American uh America's Got Talent, Spain's Got Talent. There's like a thousand, you know, different countries. There's like whatever Got Talent. Those are probably Antarctica's the best ones. Got Talent. Yes, they do. Have you seen? Have you seen that seal that farts bubbles? <laughs> it's insanity. Go hey. go back to Nathan Nathan the Dog. I mean, yeah, Nathan for you. So, when people go on the show, they. They don't know it's like a comedy series. Like they all know <laughs> they're on TV, but they yeah. don't specifically know like what the show actually is. Yeah. And that's where I was. And that's like, where oh, I so draw like comparisons Borat. to to Borat. I was like, in terms, like they know Borat, they're on camera. You know, everybody knew kind of they were on camera, but the, some of those dudes they wouldn't say what they said if they understood. Yeah, <sighs> that one dude. There was a, that was funny. There's one dude in Borat. Sorry to get off, but real quick. And Borat, where he's like talking about something, and uh, Borat's like, "Oh, they're talking about uh, gays," 
and Borat and he was like in my country they kill him <laughs> they they stone him to death and there's this one redneck goose that's, that's like, that goes that's what we're trying to do here and then I was like what the hell oh Borat's a great Borat is a genius thing that was made and it's all per chance and that sometimes luck is sometimes you get the lottery Borat was the lottery for American exposure that was so, a good film good shit uh where was I? So, yeah, there's the, the episode with the ghost filter. That one's kind of tame. And one thing I want to say is none of the people that he has, like, come on the show, like, the people he helps, they don't come out, like, worse. He doesn't come out and, like, you know, no prank, prank them and then ruin their business with something stupid. Yeah. Like, everything good. is done. Good. It's, like... It, all the expenses like if he has to pay for stuff like he he's the one paying for it to set it up like usually some Comedy of the, central's paying for it yeah okay yeah <laughs> yes the, the show's budget is paying for yeah. it and so like a lot of the things like he'll implement something and then they'll just like this isn't gonna work and then they just part ways and like that's like the end of it i don't know why and then like did. he'll he'll just go out of his way to like come up with some stupid way to make yeah. something work it almost seems like a prank but it's not because it is beneficial i mean it, it is seems kind like of a prank like a, but it's, it's funny because they're all like kind of almost like media stunts is what you're kind of saying is like there are kind of like a media stunt yes of, there is and there are it's funny I was, I mean, that's really funny to me and i, I probably will check this there, there are there are some stunts and I'll, I'll talk about probably the most famous one but i was going to save that for yeah a bit. yeah you so can say that for a bit. one of my fav- for some reason though the, the, just this kind of reminds me of i saw a eric andre i think it's like the third episode fourth episode where he walks into a jewelry store with a metal detector and it just keeps going off because <laughs> around silver and stuff what am I? and he goes he goes perfect he just slams the medical <laughs> through one of the glass like holding things and grabs a, like a diamond necklace and he almost gets arrested and he just like tell, goes to one of the producers he's like no 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 you have to talk to the security officer you have to talk please I'm not going to jail twice for two bits <laughs> And I was like, uh, for some that reason, that show is great. That I was, is it great? Or I, it's, I think it's great. The most bizarre show, yeah. I think it's I great. made a comedian alignment chart. You can, you can the see na- it at Mr. Moreland on Instagram. But yeah, and I put, I put Eric Andre as chaotic evil because he's. <laughs> Just one but pure my chaos. And there's no benefit to anyone. One of them is he's so. just on the street and he's carrying like a, a body bag around and he looks all ragged and he's just like finders keepers and he's throwing away laughing. He's <laughs> just looking at. It's such a weird show. I really like the uh, <laughs> French thief. Do you remember that? Yeah. He does that a few times in the first season. He does it more than is once. It, he does it is a it few the times. one where he goes into the restaurant and he starts stealing all the silverware? <laughs> he does that. He goes into another place and he goes, Oh no! And, he's just, he's so and then he gets on the ground and like crawls out. But we're talking Time about, to deliver a pizza ball. Yeah, we're talking about Harrison Ford for you though. Sorry. Nathan. You you keep You'll get it. You'll get it one time. I'll get it eventually. And so, one of my uh, favorite, like Monster Quest, Dragon Hunter. I'll remember which ones. Which Dragon Quest and Monster Hunter? <laughs> yeah, one of them is Toriyama stuff. Has Toriyama design characters? One of them's yes. to- One of them has uh, has Android Seventeen. I know that. There you go. So, uh, usually in an episode, there may be. 20 plus minutes ish and they're running in the 20 to 30 for the most part there's a couple special episodes uh-huh. but um he'll usually do 
two schemes. Sometimes there's a longer scheme, and it'll like take two the different whole... places. Or yeah, try two schemes for the same place. Two. Sorry, let me. He'll do two different businesses and help. Like, oh, okay. Or help in quotes two different businesses. And you said it's like a half hour thing. Yeah, roughly. Oh, interesting. Because I feel like you could easily get. That's weird. They're pretty. Con- I feel like you they're could pretty condensed. Get... Really. It feels like I you think. could easily get 25 minutes of material for this one thing. That's why that's it, it depends on what it is. Like, like, I'm trying to think why the... Yeah, I'm just trying to think, like, why they, the producers want to do that. That's weird. That's let me just double-check. I'm pretty sure they were sh- they're short. I mean, it depends, because, like, you know, the ghost realtor one, there's not really much to have. He's like, he meets her, and then... I love how, like, every time he goes like it, there's, like, a little cinematic, so and it really pulls up, like, a folder. Saying, Here's really the plan. Saying, Become the ghost realtor. He's got this little graphics where he's explaining. So what you're saying is... At worst, they at least got featured on a comedy central yes, show. Yes, at worst. At worst, and maybe maybe he took up a couple hours of their time. Yeah, like the most they lost you know was time. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes as a business owner, yeah, they're time about- is a super important thing. But if you get a little bit of exposure, it's it's a good thing. I'm sure that that probably at least picked up business for like we, you, me and Eric both grew up in Round Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? Because of Round Rock Donuts. Now, once that was featured on Man vs. Food, oh, yeah. it just blew up. Like, and, and you're like, Man vs. Food. And it's like, but think about Man vs. Food. Like, a lot of people were watching it, and then some places they're like, you know, so, and some of the places that they go to, I'm like, I'm going to go to that place when I go to, yeah. like, St. Louis. I'm going to go to that. Or there was a Philly place that I was like, I'm definitely going to that place in Philly. I'm going to rewatch that episode of Man vs. Food because there was, like, a really awesome looking Philly place. So yeah, sometimes sometimes is you're featured on something that's a, and this isn't a super popular show. I know that not tons of people have seen it, but even if it's not, you know, you get what four hundred thousand eyes on it. Yeah, like, I mean, like, that's not even a big show. Like a big show has twenty million viewers every single time. You know, and a little show's you know half a million less. That's still a I mean, big a lot of them are like small local businesses yeah, so it's so. like that's a big yeah. it's a big or big. i should say all of them except for the ones where he does so, he, not every episode he has a couple of things where he does something different for an episode but i'll get into those hmm, okay. so what are my favorite episodes oh is it like the halloween heist from <laughs> brooklyn 99 not quite okay so my one of my favorite episodes is um i i call it the best buy you episode. know they could have been huh. doing real police work while doing that <laughs> tax dollars at work even in the sitcoms how do you think never mind we're not even gonna get into it okay so favorite episode the best by episode he goes to help a small little uh electronic shop who says they're getting run out of um business by best buy because they can't compete with the prices or especially specifically their price match feature so what he does is he comes up with the scheme to where for one day he'll have a special and they put out like flyers well they'll sell this this specific tv and they'll sell it for one dollar and then what he'll do is he'll hire a bunch of people on craigslist to go out to best buy take the ad try to price match their the tv from best buy to buy it for one dollar to bring it back to the store and then resell it but it's like still at a discounted price but still like you know profit and so he comes up with a but you know profit to make still make profit but in order to prevent people from coming to the store to just buy the one dollar tvs as advertised he makes them jump their bunch of hoops like for you have to come formal dress wear like tuxedo 
and then they install like a a door they put like a a, another wall (laughs) they put like this tiny little door that you have to open and crawl through to get to the tvs and then when you get in you open you stand up and there's another door and you can look in (laughs) and there's all the tvs but they put a live alligator in front of the tvs and so it's just like they have a lot of people like at first when there's the thing there's like a small line in front of the store and then they come in and he's dressed in tuxedo it's like well you have to be in formal wear and some people get mad and then a couple people come back and then they show him like crawling through the little door they look up look through the door see the alligator and then they all leave yeah no i would you know what depends on the price of the tv but if it was a i really do want a bigger tv let's say i don't remember it's a 55 inch tv and they mm-hmm. said you could get it for thirty dollars. I'd come back in a suit. I'd be like, yeah, it's cool. yeah, yeah, sure. A tuxedo, not just a suit. It was. Well, no, I'm not gonna. I don't have access to a tuxedo. You'd have to what? rent one. What? David works at a men's warehouse or Jose Bank. I wonder if they rent tuxedo. But that's expensive. It's like seventy bucks to rent a tuxedo. Okay, not if you're it. if you're not buying like a seven hundred dollar TV and you have to rent a seventy dollar tux, you come out ahead. Maybe still. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Just but you could go to a pawn shop. You could get a fifty inch TV for, you know. Okay, let me let me rephrase. This was a nice TV. Okay, this was a nice TV. I don't remember specifically what it was or how much it cost. Yeah, we'll it's a nicer TV, and that was the goal. You know so, those TVs with a bend, how they're like the thousand dollars? Yeah, yeah, the curved ones. Yeah, I know that's a big thing for like monitors, but I don't get it really to get it for TVs. But I, mean, I don't get it I don't either. Know. They're like two hundred bucks to, or not two hundred, two thousand, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. two hundred. So what ends up happening is obviously Great. when the people go to Best Buy. They, Best Buy won't price match it and then he comes up with this elaborate scheme to try to sue Best Buy and he's like we need to get somebody to comply so he sets up a fake dating show where he's like we're going to have people from different uh, brick and mortar retail stores like Target and stuff dating and he fishes catfishes someone from Best Buy to come up and he plays like he, he dresses up as like a manager for a hot topic and they go on like a date where he tries to get it out of her that Best Buy doesn't always price match stuff. Yeah. You know what, Eric? So far, you might have finally done it. You might have finally done it. This might be the first thing where you've introduced something that I've never heard of before <laughs> and have had me very interested. Where I'm like, really? This is. Because, you know, every once in a while, you'll pop something up, come to soup, and I'm like, I'll watch it. And I kind of watch it. I'm like, this one. And then, like, Brooklyn Line 9, I'd already heard about, you know, a few other things. What we've done in the shadows, uh, I think I'd already heard kind of about it, yeah. but I didn't know really what it is. I just yeah. kind of thought. I kind of had it. I knew it was a, a thing, but I had always gotten it mistaken with. Um, there was a Johnny, that Johnny Depp. Yeah, that yeah. came out. It's like Dark Shadows or that's, something. Yes, that's. I think that's what it's called, yeah. Dark Shadows. And so I thought it was kind of that. I thought it was that or something, and, you know. And I was like, oh no, I knew that. Um, one of the one of the uh, Flight of the Concord dudes made something like this. I forgot. I, I you know I knew that. But this time you've you've introduced me to something and I've never heard about. I I think yeah, I'm kind of remembering maybe seeing one or two commercials about this, but it's not something that I ever would have come across. I don't think. And I'm interested. It's on Hulu. Yeah, you've got me fully interested. I am. I'm going so, to check this out. Um, that's one of my favorite. Another funny one. And then sometimes he comes with Doctor Who, and it's like Eric isn't everybody okay, who's already listen, walked in. Listen. I don't Doctor like, Who already I don't, I don't like Doctor Who anymore. It's bad now. It's bad. 
And then sometimes Eric's like, South Park. And I'm like, isn't everybody who's already watching South Park watching South well, Park? Well, we're supposed to talk about things we like. And yeah. Know. Which you're not even going to... Never mind. What? We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. No. What is it? <sighs> anyway, we'll get into it. Right. right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, You'll have your chance to shine. You could have had your chance to shine this episode if you talked about Hank the Cowdog. Yeah, it seems like you want to talk about Hank the Cow Dog, dude. I don't even know what's going on. It's like that Dragon Lollies thing. I can't believe you just came up with that. You hadn't watched Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Because that's what I thought it was from. Because I don't know where else you'd get it from. And he's just like, have you watched this? You're just like, no. I'm like, then what are you on about? No, I said, no, I'm not interested. I don't know. It's a good. Sh- okay, you know. I guess you. It's it's a slice of life show, and I do. There was like one. It, but... I, I've told you about that badminton anime, right? You've mentioned it. Yeah, and I thought it's got really good animation. But that's really it, because I watched the first four episodes, and I was like, I'm not really getting anything out of these like situations or anything. It's just like interestingly well animated. So sometimes, sometimes something's just pretty. Violet Evergarden, prime example. Yep. Uh, Some people love that show, though. They're like, you know what I do? I think that story is just for a few people. I just don't think that's a big story that a lot of people are going to love. But anyway. Uh, there's another episode where he comes up with a scheme to... Uh, it's... I forgot when this happened, but it was like... This man had... He was running a gas station. He was trying to attract more customers. So what he did was... I don't remember what the gas prices were back then. I might have been like three or four bucks or something and i don't remember what location this was i want to say it was in california but i'm not sure where you got gas is a bit more expensive mm-hmm. and so what he did was he listed the gas as one dollar but it was a mail-in rebate and you had to walk uh, it, you, you had to drop it off in person at a specific p.o box on the top of the mountain that you could only be accessed by hiking and then when you got there you had to solve a series of riddles before you were allowed to access it and it instantly just ends up with like a couple of people just don't do it but like he like several people come back and he has to drive them up into a mountain to a van and he proceeds to waste their time with never-ending stupid riddles that's awesome i love that why does that remind me of the episode of Family Guy where Stewie drives around with the uh, with the cast of Star Trek? I have no clue why that makes me think of that, but it just annoying experience. That sounds like an annoying experience. That's funny. That's funny. yeah, I like. It. And so like people like it's it's great. It's really funny. Um, I don't, I'm not gonna go through and explain uh, every episode because I think some of them just need to be <laughs> watched. Um. But it, it, I think, like, as it goes on, some of the schemes get a bit more outlandish as they yes. go. Like, the, the gas one, it's not that outlandish. That's, well, like, a that season one. That kind of sounds like, almost like Always Sunny, where they start off and it's yeah. kind of, and then it gets a little bit more crazy, a little bit more yeah. crazy. Sometimes it gets really crazy, sometimes yeah. not. Sometimes they end a season with a black and white dance number. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Um, that was such a good... Why do they do... Why? I don't get... I liked it. But I didn't get it. I did not get it. I don't think I got it. The oh, the Mac find Mac coming out one. Yeah. I it was supposed to be like you know he was like experiencing all these emotions and the only I way guess. he could convey it was through that was through dance that, yeah. number. Weird. It was yeah. like an artistic thing. I guess yeah. <laughs> then he did one of his. You haven't guys noticed I'm I've gotten ripped again. <laughs> How can we make this part of the plan? <laughs> Um. So, <laughs> during the filming, 
How can we incorporate that in the play? Yeah. During the the filming of this show, he has garnered what a lot of attention for some of the stunts he tried to pull, and probably I think the most famous one was dumb Starbucks, and this was actually on the news like worldwide. Okay. So what what the premise was? Let's see if I remember this one. Is he was helping a small coffee shop? You know, mm-hmm. they they're not doing so well because you know Starbucks is everywhere and he's getting attractions. Tra- like, what if we make like? And he's like, we kind of make a parody of an existing brand and so he goes through i'm not gonna go through all the things he does to set this up but he makes a restaurant called dumb starbucks it's literally just starbucks and they just put dumb in front of everything like on the menu in front of the logo everything just dumb starbucks and so they set up this shop and the 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 loop the loophole is is it's supposed to be like a parody so it's not actually an official restaurant it's just a like an artistic parody type thing but they serve like drinks and stuff and that actually got on like the news like it was famous and like there were people lined up like to go to this dumb starbucks and like people came with like fake merch in front of like vans in front of the shop to sell it and stuff like it was a big deal just kind of thinking about that I can't tell. I can't tell if that's capitalism in its best or its worst. That's, <laughs> Maybe it's that's a little bit I'm, of both. That's what I'm. That's what I'm struggling with. There is like I'm like. It's almost the ethics behind it that I'm kind of questioning. So. <laughs> there's there's I'm a, a couple lost. I'm there's there's lost a couple other things that whichever he, episode that is I'm oh watching that episode first. <laughs> I think it's in season it's season two or three. But I'll try to see which one that is because um, that one's just. I think for that one, that takes up the whole episode. Sounds like it. Yeah. I, I don't remember anything else happening in that episode uh, except for that. But um, I I'll, I'll, I just won't say a lot about it then. But that okay. there's, there's a couple other episodes that garner attention like that, but none, I'd say, get to that level. Like, there's a part where they fake some stupid video for YouTube. There's a part where he writes a song and then tries to get it played somewhere in quick, on news. A quick huh. question. What is a great show, a great, great, great show that you would show somebody an episode of, but it wouldn't be the first episode to get them to watch it? Like, for me, I'm thinking Always Sunny. I'd show them yeah. the Nightman Cometh. I'd or show them that. I would show or... him, or I would show them uh, the the Christmas one where Charlie I'd <laughs> fights Santa. I'd either that or I'd show them the board game episode. Which one? There's two. The f- I think the first one. The electric boogaloo one? or the Actually, first I don't one? know. The second one's pretty good. I like the first one more. I think the first one. I think, I, I think I'd go one. with the first one as well, but the I second one was that. good too. They're both good. Uh, but, so, okay, so you take that for... Is there anything else that you can think of? Well, this show, I'd things. probably show them maybe a, a, an episode from the middle. Um, mm-hmm. If I was going to show somebody... Cowboy Bebop. I don't know if I'd show them the first episode. It's not that it's bad. It's just the point of the first episode of Cowboy Bebop is it's just any other day, any I other would... tragedy. So it just kind of <sighs> blends in. Which one? Think about which Cowboy Bebop I one I would do. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the one with Tom because I don't want to blow their load mm-hmm. at first because I think that's my favorite one. Yeah. I would probably. Well, I like the episode where Ed plays the the chess master. I don't know if that would be a great episode to show somebody. You remember, that was good. Yeah. That one is really good. I would do the one where they... Uh, is that... Wait. Well, is that the same one where they're getting... 
are trying to get hijacked by those that like mother and her son gang. No, that's different. No, that's the one with the monkey. That well, that's how it ends. But the yeah, the the animal activists, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I, that's I, like episode like three or four, I think. That's I show them that one. That's, that's a, good, a good episode. Yeah, that episode has like kind of everything. Yeah. Or 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 the. You don't like the first episode of Cowboy Bebop, right? No, I'm just saying, like, I don't know no. if that's, like, the best hook to get somebody into it. It's a good episode. I think that's a good episode. I, 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 it is a good episode, but I just, People like... People always say episode two for that, but I don't know. No. I, I think another really good episode would be... Mm, I think the one where it goes into Mai's... Uh, uh, May's back... back wait. Mai. May, May, yeah, Mai's backstory. Okay. Because that one's interesting. And then we, they kind of meet her. I don't know. I don't know. Just depends. That's not one of those ones that I think I would just kind of show whichever one. Whereas Space Dandy, uh, I would absolutely show the one where they live the same day over and over and over again. For certain. That would get somebody interested. That's something else I need to watch, too. Uh, it's not amazing. It's it's good. It's good. Going, going it's solid. But. Back to Nathan. Um a lot of the comedy, I think, just comes from him playing like this, yeah, his personality up, and then. Uh, not so does he break character when he's talking to producers and stuff? Or? He never really breaks character. Uh. There was like two times he broke character, and they were one of them was one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. Like somebody said something to him, and he was just like, "Wait, what?" And he, you could see him kind of break character a little bit. And another time... <laughs> I don't know. I really like shows like this. I don't know what it is about these types of shows, but I really like shows kind of where it's just somebody being he just, but, weird. Um, I just, and then the last episode is different from the rest. So um, early on in the show, he hires like a Bill Gates impersonator. And he's an old perfect. man. Awesome. I forget what the scheme was for this, but he hires a Bill Gates person, and like the dude like keeps coming back to like their office and stuff to say hi, and then it he you know, like they kind of I don't know if I'd say bond, but they get to know him, and he he, he comes and he just hangs out a lot because I think you know maybe he's lonely, and then he talks about how he 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 had this high school sweetheart that he ended up not marrying, and so the last episode of the final season is like an hour and a half special mm-hmm. where he goes and he helps this dude find his long lost love and he is still kind of playing a character but i don't think Mm -hmm. it's played up as much as opposed to other episodes but i can only really think of one time where he i think he legitimately broke character because somebody said something like one of the people um, (laughs) you know that artist poppy who poppy poppy the blonde girl the white blonde girl no okay never mind then so um Gonna talk about That's it. all I pretty much want to say. It's a pretty sh- short show. It's four seasons. But you said there's like 40 seasons. No, 40 four episodes. seasons. Sorry, it's actually 40. eight. I looked it up. It's eight episodes per Each? season. Okay. So it's a total of 32 uh, then. Okay. Yeah. So. Huh. I, it's, check it it's, out. it's pretty funny. I... I like it. Are there going to be points where I watch 10 seconds of an episode and it spoils a lot of things for me? No. I mean... There's not like a narrative going on. Yeah, I wouldn't. I think mean, there would be. like, <laughs> it'd be funny if there was. That'd be weird, but it'd be very confusing why there would be. No, I mean, like, his character might evolve and change a little bit as it goes on, but it's not going to like. You're not gonna watch like some random episode from season three and then like go to season one. It was like, well, this is all ruined now. 
Like, it's... Which episode of BoJack would I show somebody to get them to watch BoJack? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I need to. I don't know if I need to. They don't like it, they don't like it. Yeah, I think that might be one where you just start watching it, because it's yeah. kind of a plot-driven show. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's not super plot-driven. Okay. Like, I can tell you some Family Guy episodes that I absolutely would suggest to people. Like, okay, yeah, Family Guy and BoJack Horseman are two different yeah. things. Well, you could do that with Rick and Morty. There's a couple of episodes of Rick and Morty. Okay. Like, you didn't just start the first. The first very good episode, I think, is the Dream and the Inception parody one. You know what I'm talking about? It's all kind Where of a blur to me because I didn't watch it all in order. Oh. So I'm not quietly sure, like, what, like, I've watched all the episodes. Yeah. But I didn't quite watch them all in order. Like I, I did. I got to a point where I, think I, like I watched like maybe seven or eight episodes, kind of cherry picking, and then I watched the rest like through without okay. rewatching. So it's kind of like I'm not quite sure yeah. where everything quite Though fits in. The best episode I think is definitely the uh, the uh, mix up and Rick Lantis, which is actually the one that shows what they're doing on the uh, on the um, what is it called the. The plan, the the reality of all Ricks and Mortys. I forget what that's called. It's like the oh god. It's not called Pantheon. I forget exactly what they. It's not synagogue. It's. I mean, it's called the it's called the Council of Ricks. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's that, your favorite that's, episode? That's easy. That's definitely my favorite. Um, that episode. I think if I wanted to get somebody hooked, if though, because that one's very much kind of wrapped into the overarching plot. If I really wanted to see someone get hooked, I honestly would. Mm, my favorite. Episode. I would show them that dream episode. I don't know if that'd be my go-to. My but favorite be. episode is the one with the space parasites, where all the imaginary characters show. That's good too. That's a good. I think the number one episode. Huh? Yeah, the number one episode I probably would do would be season the end of season one with the house party. Okay. And then, because that kind of sets up what the what season one was about, but they can go back and watch it, and they can see be like, oh yeah, okay, okay, I get it. Best episode of season four is. Uh, I haven't watched the last five episodes yet. I've only seen the me first either. five. I guess I guess I can't say. Guess I can't say. It's not the toilet one, and it's not the dragon one, and it's not the heist one. Was it the so snakes one? It might be the snakes one. Well, I need to watch the other five. So, but it might be the premiere episode. I don't know. So, uh. That's it. It's it was hilarious. I, I is it your favorite Comedy Central show? There've been a few good Comedy Central shows. So what else do they have? They have South Park. I like this more than South Park. They have. Did you ever watch any of the Workaholics? I, I mean, I've watched what we have, and I watched okay. maybe one or two more episodes by myself. It just it's funny, but I I like this more. Okay. Um, yeah. Workaholics is definitely just more my type of humor, where I'm just like, I like the chaos. <laughs> I like the chaos, and there's their stuff is very chaotic. Do you like it more than what is another Comedy Central like original? Scrubs is not. Scrubs just gets played on Comedy Central I don't, nonstop. I like this one. Scrubs. I think a lot of people like this. A lot of stuff. More I mean, people like Scrubs. people like Scrubs, and Scrubs, Scrubs is good, but I feel like Scrubs. Is for a specific person to watch all of Scrubs, you know? Yes. Because uh, I think it kind of starts to fall off season six or so. I think I'm like, I feel like the first half of that, you know, series is good. Like, first four seasons, you're like... Is Brooklyn Nine-Nine Comedy Central? No, because that was Fox and now it's NBC. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Which is great. That's a good... 
That is a that I'm I, glad that you talked about that because I probably would have gone that show way later, and I'm glad that I watched that show because it's good. It's good. I'm still finishing it up, but it's good. I like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I guess because I can't think of anything else really in Comedy Central, so I guess this would be my favorite. It's, yeah, it's you know honestly maybe it's I don't a good think Comedy thing. Comedy Central it was... has a ton of like good. They like four stand-up specials. That's what they're for. But a lot yeah. of their own series are eh, you can take it and leave them. A lot of them. Like they've got Broad City, which was really big for them. They've got Workaholics, which was really big for them. They've got like Brickleberry, which is that. Uh, they've got Tosh.0. That's big for them. I watched Brickleberry, and I'm not quite sure if that was that got, funny. They've got South Park. They had, they had like, Carlos Mencia. That was a big show when it was going, and so was The Chappelle Show. But really, other than that, like, they don't have too many big... I haven't seen a lot, but this has probably been my favorite thing yeah. from Comedy Central. Other than maybe some of the stand-up specials, you would think. Well, I'd ha- it would depend. I'd have to go back and watch. I don't. I, mean, I don't watch a whole lot of stand-up specials. Really? I didn't know that. I've seen maybe like watch... two or three. Um, who's you that comedian watch... you showed me? The um, dude who would do like the voice, like, whoa, who's Nick? Oh, oh, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, I've yeah, seen like one great. of his. I okay. watched. It's uh, very. Uh, obese Mexican man Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, Iglesias, yeah. My I watched one with my dad. He's okay. Not I like him. not he's, my particular. He's pretty good, but I think I think when he was I think cuz I've seen some of his newer stuff and I've seen some of his older stuff. I think when he was younger, he was trying a lot harder with his stuff. So you've never seen a Ron White stand-up no. special. Listen, man. I was talking with Sheridan because somebody had – who was it? I heard somebody say – because he goes out with a cigar really often. Mm-hmm. And with like he'll, – he'll come out with like half of a shot glass or more filled with whiskey. And I, somebody person was like, why does, why does he do that? Why does he show up with a cigar and he like half a glass of whiskey? And I'm like, well, because he's probably already a little drunk and cigars go really well. Cigars are really good when you're drinking and already drunk. And then, uh, so you've never seen a full Chappelle stand-up special? No, I've been meaning to watch that one that got put on Netflix. There's like semi-recent, the more recent one. Oh, yeah, I watched that with David. That's not his best one. Okay. Uh, the the first one when he came back is probably his best. One. I I might check it out. It's just I don't. Would I? Because he's put out. I think I think he's put out. Four, five, I think, in the most, in the most, no, four. He's put out four things most recently, I believe. Maybe it's, maybe it's not. Sorry. I'll, I'll give one a go. I just, I haven't been, like, in the mood to watch huh. a whole bunch of stuff I didn't know that you recently. didn't watch stand-up specials. I watch them from time to time, but it's not, like, something I, like, ooh, really? let's watch the next stand-up special. Huh. I didn't know that. I had always thought you'd listen to stand-up every... Like, I, I didn't think you'd listen to stand-up all the time, like, not as much as me. But I thought you'd listen to, like, more stand-up. Not huh. too much. So you don't... You've never seen a... You've never seen a John Mulaney stand-up special either. I've seen clips, but I haven't watched, like, a full special. Interesting. Interesting. So you were not the right person to try to determine whether my alignment chart was <laughs> correct. I mean, I can kind of get it because I know what some of those people yeah. are, but maybe Steve like Steve Harvey definitely is maybe lawful like two, or three, like, maybe no like three of those. I wasn't quite sure who they were 
or I kind of recognize the face, but and then Kevin tell you Hart the is definitely lawful chaotic, for certain. If you say so, he is. He has to. <laughs> and then Stephen Wright, it, he was the only one that you were like, I don't know who that is, and so a lot of people don't. Stephen Wright is a great, great comedian, but all he does is one-liners. So like his full, if he, you know, his full special is just yeah, full special. But if you want to, you know, but if you hear like bit by bit from him and you have that like on a playlist or you know it's always good you're just like you know you don't need to be really following anything you're just kind of like you're like it's just a bunch of jokes because he's just doing one-liners in a deadpan way kid oh, god the greatest dry humor great i'm gonna say it. greatest dry humor comedian i have no problem saying that who's better dimitri, well dimitri martin's not all dry humor though so he's got he's got paper and he's got he's got his guitar and everything like that i would say he's more of a what do i say alternative comedian i don't know is that even a thing i don't know you're the one who watches stand up carrot carrot top i think i think carrot top has las vegas shows that's crazy isn't it i don't know if you say if you say so carrot top was like a las vegas like regular for a while that's crazy to me britney spears too what is it about that like where people have like a stint in las vegas it's almost like it's almost like the hack version of being on broadway i don't know selling out i mean i guess maybe people are just drawn to like bigger places and so like you know broadway las vegas i'm gonna go to hollywood maybe it's just like there's just like there's a certain allure and people get drawn into that and so well it's it's different Selling out, so I think when you make it, make it. Like I think the the thing is like once you make it, you know you're like near that A tier celebrity level is when you sell out Madison Square Garden, right? Like that's when you know you like a big deal, isn't it? I I don't know. If don't you, don't say you feel like that's the case for like anybody? Okay, I'm just like, saying, I don't really keep up with like celebrities and stuff, so this is kind of out of my area. No, let's. I just. I don't care too much because you know you know what Madison Square res- Garden and you know you know how big it is and how important it is. I guess I just I'm not like you know I can't. It's Madison like, Square Garden. I just don't care. Okay. I can respect people who are talented or skilled, but you know I just don't really care enough to follow them in every aspect of their lives. Yeah, but sometimes some, I don't. You're right. Well, you're right. I do not care about every aspect of people's lives. But some, some, some celebrities, I'm like, I'm interested in what your outlook is because some of them are just interesting people with interesting takes on things. I'm like, I want to hear what you have. to Yeah, say about that's stuff. true. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not open to like you know hear some like somebody like them like their opinion. It's just I don't. Yeah. I'm not a good like Vince Staples. I like his music, but I also really like his take on society and things too. Because I'm like, you're weird. You have a weird taken i want to hear more about it same thing with like same thing with like kanye kanye's just an interesting person i'm like i want to hear what kanye has to say i want to hear kanye's thoughts on this you know is this like that thing where you have like rational conversations like let's hear what kanye has to say kanye's gotten it together (laughs) kanye and bieber they've kind of gotten it together as late. i'm happy for them yeah did you uh, we didn't ever talk about never mind we're done let's we're gonna talk about my next thing we're gonna go into the next thing we're pausing i'm gonna talk about uh i'm gonna talk about a puppet movie yeah puppet movie and it's not the muppets but it it we'll get into it i'm looking this up catch you guys in a minute Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, we try really hard to make sure that we put out a good podcast each week. 
And uh, just with that, if you guys, you know, really appreciate us or really enjoy the podcast, you are more than welcome to donate um, on our SoundCloud. Uh, we've got a Venmo, we've got a PayPal there, and it's just to help us kind of cover gas money and the cost of hosting the podcast. Uh, we're not expecting to get rich, so if you want to donate $0.25, cents, that's cool. $2,500, that's pretty cool, too. Um, so you can go to our SoundCloud. It's going to be soundcloud.com backslash it's my turn to geek. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll get on with the rest of the episode. Thanks. All right, we're back. And important question before we get into this, Eric. How do you feel about um, how do you feel about the Muppets? Like, like what's the your Muppets. impression? <clears throat> do you have experience kind of with the Muppets? Like, have you seen a bunch of the Muppet movies? I've seen the TV some. Show? I've seen episodes of the show. I saw the two newer Muppet movies. I've seen the original Sorry, Muppet Sorry. movie. Keep going. Um, the, what was it with the Rainbow Connection song? Yeah, I, I've seen them. Um, okay, I'm not like the, a big Muppet fan, but I've okay. seen some of this stuff. But you can be, but you're like, you know, it's kind of like Winnie the Pooh, right? You're like, I like it. I, I like Muppets a bit more than Winnie the Pooh, but yeah. Oh, cool, good. I'm glad that you like Muppets more than Winnie the Pooh. Um, I'm sorry, I was just kind of, I, I was thinking when uh, they were talking about say, uh, okay, to set it up for anybody who hasn't seen this office scene, in the office they're saying that Kevin. The big, bald, fat guy. He sounds like the cookie monster. And Dwight comes up and he's like, isn't that about the puppets that are in the barrios? <laughs> I, I always thought that that phrase was funny. The puppets that live in the barrios. I always thought that that was funny. That was an interesting take on what uh, Sesame Street was about. Anyway, I ask you because uh, I want to talk about... And I'm glad that we're this episode is kind of us both talking about something that... Really, a lot of people haven't seen, which is really kind of what I wanted this podcast to be anyway, um, was kind of us talk about things that might be kind of underrated or not really talked about. And I feel like we do that from time to time. I mean, like, a lot, sometimes you just, like, stuff that's Sometimes popular. I do see something like Dr. Stone, and I'm like, I gotta talk about this. I really I, like I it. always thought Dr. Stone was, it's kind of... Not like the most popular, but ever since the anime, like it got a bit more popularity. Yeah, it's gone. I mean, I mean, oh yeah, the manga sells definitely like the gone. Post, like sometimes I like stuff that you know maybe a bit. Now more popular, the big, I mean, now the big thing. It's not going to be Doctor Stone. It's gonna now the big things like solo leveling and uh, what, what's the other vagabond? People have been really hyping up vagabond since it's coming. Solo leveling? You haven't heard of solo leveling? No. Yeah, people are really into it's a it's a Korean manhwa. People are really into solo leveling right now. It's a um, Korean webcomic? Ma- yeah, yeah. Uh, people have been really into soul leveling. Anyway, <coughs> I'm going to talk about a movie called The Fuzz. And to kind of tell you what The Fuzz was, the reason I brought up The Muppets was because um, Sesame Street is a Muppets quote-unquote property. At least all the puppets are. Yes. Everything that comes out of that studio is a Muppet. And all of these are definitely Muppets, too. You can tell by the design. You're like, okay, this was probably made by... It feels like it was made by that studio. Maybe it wasn't. But if it wasn't, it's very well done. But it's kind of like, what if Scarface uh, was in the Sesame Street? Is what this movie is. Uh, And it's because the story very much does mirror Scarface. It's almost a Scarface parody, but not fully, you know? But it it definitely mirrors... Have you ever seen Scarface? I don't know. The there's only no. one Scarface. No. <laughs> I actually saw Scarface the very first time with my dad, and hey, what did he say? 
it was during a break, and he's like, man, he sure likes to say f-. Yeah, he does. He says it a lot, that movie. Sometimes you're just like, this is profane. But okay, whatever. So, just to... Before I even get into this movie, this is a weird and stupid movie. It's not... Uh, uh, this is the type of movie, though, that I'm like, you know what? I really want to talk about this on the podcast, because... You go online, Eric's looking it up online, and there's, like, very little online about the fuzz, right? Uh, I didn't look it up too much. I just, oh. I just wanted to see a, a little clip. Were you clip. able to see much about it? I saw a little clip, so I could see the Muppets thing, yes. Yeah. You've never heard of this, right? No. Do you I think thought you any... were talking about, so there was another... Eric thought I was talking about hot fuzz, which is... No, so you, when you said the fuzz, I for some reason, I just thought hot fuzz in yeah. my head. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. good. That's the one I haven't seen, because I've seen Shaun of the Dead, and I've seen At World's End, and I know it's like kind of supposed to be like not really a trilogy, but kind of, sort of, with like that hot fuzz in the world's end. And I'm like, I haven't seen that. You know, this will be nice, and then maybe I can go watch the movie. And then you said, like, it was the Muppets, and I thought you were talking about, there was a movie that came out recently that was similar in vain, like, it was yes. like, but I heard it was bad. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, okay, like, this will be yeah, interesting. Yeah, that one's called, oh, I can't remember what that, I, it had, but this came the out. SNL, uh, Ginny McCarthy, yes. is that her name? Yeah. That, that's her, yeah. Or not, maybe it's not Ginny McCarthy. Is Ginny McCarthy the I know her McCarthy's her one? last name. No, she's... Ginny I know who you're talking about, and I know what... But no, this is a different, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm talking about is not that one. And I heard that that was bad. Yeah. I heard that that was not... I heard that that was... They were trying to do something, but they just... The execution was not there. The, the story was really not there to support it. But the fuzz... Uh, like I said, it's not... <sighs> It's almost kind of like one of those intentionally bad movies, you know what I mean? Where they kind of make it, and it's supposed to be kind of so, corny and hoax, uh, hokey and all that kind of stuff. In Like, they made it to be intentionally bad, or it just happened to be so bad it's good? No. No. It feels like... It's like Tim and Eric, where they're like, let's actually make something ridiculous. Okay. Where it's like, oh, okay, you made something. It, it, it feels... I, I don't know what the production of this was like. I don't know what the budget... Uh, this was like uh i don't know any of that i just know that this feels like it was not cheaply done but it was felt supposed to feel like it was almost almost amateur but in a funny like what am i trying to say sometimes you see something and it's like they're making you haven't seen Community, but the, you've, you kind of yep. understand this part. I you know watch. how in Community they kind of Ahm, Ahmed would do a a film. He would like make a film, yeah. But it's like that is almost well done, but it's meant to look amateurish. Yes, that's what this kind of feels like. Okay, where it feels like it's supposed to be kind of amateurish. Like you shoot a puppet and like pasta is what is on the wall after you shoot it. You know things like that. Where it's like, touches like that, where you're like, that's a weird choice. And it seems like they're trying to, like, skip out on things. And it's like, no, they're trying to make it feel kind of amateurish. Which, I love when something goes with that. Especially since they do it through the whole, you know, uh, hour 35. It's all kind of made like that. Now, it's not bad quality. The production quality's not bad. The sound quality's they just, not bad. It's made to look it amateurish. Looks good. It's just made where... Almost like the filmmaking style is supposed to be kind of amateur. Well, maybe they're just going for a bit like corniness because I mean it's yeah, the Muppets, exactly. so you can't like you know. Well, it's not the Muppets. Okay, it's this is an Muppet. R-rated movie. I know. Okay, it's okay. Muppet esque. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, um, sorry. Yeah, it's just kind of where it's supposed to be kind of 
almost like the lethal weapon five from always sunny where it's like i'm serious because you know because you see that and that's made amateurishly but that production value is good that production value though is good <laughs> it's kind of like that but they just made a full thing like it feels like that it's kind of one of those cop villain movies like the movie circles around uh this puppet cop and puppets are not respected in this society puppets of course not they're puppets they're silly it's kind of like um who framed roger rabbit Yes. The animations yeah. were not really... They, they were kind of a means to an end, but they weren't treated as equals in yeah. society. Straight up just like that. That was a good movie. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is pretty good. Um, I'm not a fan of that mixing live action with animation style, personally. But it is a good movie. I 100% will, will not fault... I forget who directed that. I, th- I Sometimes I remembered who directed that. For some reason, that movie and Scrooged. Scrooged? Scrooged, yeah. With um, Bill Murray? Yes. yes. For some reason, those two movies, I feel like they're just, they're similar, I don't know. I feel like you should watch them both around Christmas time. Even though one of them's not a Christmas movie, it feels like you should watch those movies kind of around each other. I don't know why. They just seem corollary to each other to me. Scrooged is good, too, though. Uh, yeah. That, I... I'm not the biggest Bill Murray fan. I think that's his best movie. In not mind. Groundhog Day. It's not. Uh, not. I. I don't love Groundhog Day to be honest, but I don't love most Bill Murray. I mean, I'm trying to think of one that I. Moonlight Kingdom was not a Bill Murray movie. You didn't he was like in that movie. You didn't like Garfield. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the balls right now. Uh. So uh, let me go kind of into the characters. There's, um, there's a ca- character named Rainbow. What was his last name? I forget his name. Uh, Rainbow something. He's Rainbow Brown. Rainbow Brown. Rainbow Brown. Rainbow Brown. Rainbow color. One's yes. all the colors. The other one's when you put all the colors together. Ooh, awesome. Very great symbolism. Hilarious. Hilarious. Anyway, Rainbow Brown is uh, he's he's a not a drug dealer. Jelly bean dealer. Of jelly beans are what puppets are addicted to in this world. Of it's not course. crack. It's not crack. I think it's supposed to be kind of like crack. So it's like they 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 like they made it like child friendly, but then they made the movie R rated anyway. All I know is there's a bunch of jelly bean junkies, okay. <laughs> uh, and then they also follow this cop officer. And I didn't write down all the characters. There's a, anyway, like I said, there's also a police officer cop. Yeah, I saw. And um, I'm not going to go into kind of... They have a backstory. Don't really want to get into it. Don't want to spoil anything really too much about this movie. I just kind of want to tell you what this movie's about because it is actually something that I think you should watch. This isn't something that I'm just reporting. Cause, uh, now, it's not the best thing that I've ever reviewed on this podcast, but it actually is funny and creative, so that's why I really want to talk about it. And then there's obviously uh, the drug lord at the beginning of the movie that is obviously his supplier for Rainbow Brown. Um, uh, The cop gets paired up with this kind of, you know, really bumbling, stupid cop is what he's kind of said to be. He's the cop. His current job is in charge of the ammo range. The gun range okay. for the for their precinct. So, not really a high ranking job, right? 
and they and their job is to look to see who how all these jelly beans are getting distributed and everything like that. They're really looking into the jelly bean trade. A lot of other cops don't give a crap about it because it's puppets. All the puppets are in their own area. They're in Puppet Town. Yes, I know. Obvious sim- obvious racist symbolism. I get it. Yes, that's what it's I, uh, You know, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to. Racism, ahead, classism. Yes. Too di- too, not too different from each other at some points. It's kind of about that. Where it's like, yo, hey, Puppet Town's the ghetto. So... Uh, and like I said, it kind of goes down Scarface. So, like I said, the production out of value is real good. The acting is decent enough. Okay, are they are they going for like you know? It seems almost like they're going, but then there are scenes that are supposed to be serious, and you're like, is that well acted? I can't tell. It's it's weird. It almost feels. I'm thinking, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, hot, Wet Hot American Summer. Have you ever watched Wet Hot American Summer? You have not. Dang it. Okay. It kind of feels like that, where like sometimes it's just over the top hokiness, but it's because it's that type of movie. But in this movie, I'm like, I don't know if it's supposed to be. I think I like this more than Wet Hot American Summer, though. There's a weird scene in Wet Hot American Summer. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Those two Netflix sequel series, though, hot garbage. To Wet Hot American Summer? Yeah. There's there's Man, First Day of Camp, and then there's 10 Years I Later. When, like, Both of those wet, hot garbage. I remember when, like, when Netflix made, like, originals originally. They were, like, all good, but now it's just, like... I don't know. There's still some good stuff. Okay, they making a re- their original original thing is good. Then making Netflix original spinoffs... Have never panned out. No, I meant like back when like Netflix like made their own shows, like way back when they first started. I think like there was a oh, high. like House of Cards. Yeah. Yeah. I I would what was I was seeing something and oh that was one of those things because I talked earlier about it. One of those shows that was quote unquote canceled was Orange Is the New Black, which had its seventh season, and I'm like it wasn't canceled. It, it finished. I mean like. I'm not going to watch the last two seasons. I watched season five, and I was like, no, I, I'm done. Uh, Stranger Things, the first season was really good. The next two, disappointing. I've heard all the BoJack has stayed good. Well, I some think Netflix, the problem... I think some Netflix stuff is done very well. The problem with Stranger Things is it's the same thing that happened to Dead Space, the video game series. It You start out with like a more niche property that gains popularity. So in the original Stranger Things... It was smaller scale, maybe a bit more Ooh. horror themed, and people liked it. But then, like, it gets successful, and then big, more money comes in. It's like, all right, we need to appeal this to a wider audience, and it goes away from scary to action, and then it makes the transition, and then it it kind of loses some of the magic in the original. It's the same thing that happened. You you know what Dead Space is, the video game series? Yeah, I kind of. So like the original it. game was like. Very well, spooky game, but then by the third game... But sometimes that works out. Well, I, never mind. I was going to say, Terminator 2 is a good movie. Terminator 3 is all right. Terminator Salvations. And then, ah, Terminator Genesis, I heard, was bad. <laughs> Terminator Genesis, I heard, was bad. But, dark, uh, what was it called? Dark um, Fate. Dark New Fate, way. heard, was pretty decent. I heard it was... I didn't hear it was great. Not as good as the first two. By the way, guys, did you, you didn't know this... If you didn't know, like, Rotten Tomatoes, sometimes not too accurate. Terminator 1 has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes for the critics, which is, no, wrong. It should have maybe an 85 at the most. Well, the I saw with, the ending of that movie, and I laughed. And you don't want to have your climactic ending see, be 
Are you talking about the the goofy CG stuff? So silly. Okay, listen. The problem with Rotten Tomatoes scoring is it's not like a hundred percent doesn't mean it's a perfect movie. A hundred percent means that all the critics who watched it gave it a six or higher. That's what it means. So like if it's a hundred percent on tomatoes, like if every critic gave it like a six, then guess what? Hundred percent. Does that mean it's a hundred percent movie? I understand that's why I understand that's why most of the season of Bojack are at a hundred percent because I'm like, I'm like Bojack's, I love Bojack. It's not a hundred percent show. I'll say that. But then IMDb, some people just go on IMDb and give things that they just personally didn't like. Even though it wasn't something like they're like, I don't like it, and they'll just give it a one, even though it's like, it just wasn't for you. Like I wouldn't give. My favorite thing I've ever saw was an Amazon review for Incredibles two, where some mom <laughs> went off about how one of the characters said, "Well, I'll be damned" in a PG uh, movie. Yeah, it's a PG movie. You can say damned, silly bitch. I can say that too. I can say raised my kids in a Christian household. That is not gonna watch this film. Yeah. Uh, one like, star. Yeah, Incredibles two was good. It's not as good as the first one, but Incredibles two. Is it was good okay. Movie. I thought it was good. I really liked it. I think the villain was underwhelming. I think that's I my biggest. That that's too. my biggest problem. The villain I agree with was that too, but I think the story and I think, I think, all of the elements felt good in that movie. Like every aspect of that movie. Felt uh, the good villains enough. were underwhelming. Some of the new superheroes they were introduced. I like the new superheroes. Some of them I liked. Some of them I did not and maybe it's just because like they stylized it like in a way that yeah didn't i didn't particularly enjoy i, don't know, man. I liked incredibles 2 more than oh, i geez. liked well, you keep getting closer. <laughs> come, on. Come, on. come on you started up over there you started right there i liked incredibles 2 a little bit less than i liked uh into the spider verse but only marginally but Incredibles 1 I like more than into the spider verse i have no problem saying that i don't yes. feel like that's a controversial thing to say i don't think but. that is um, we got that right. <laughs> yes. Uh, plot was drugs, police, gangs. Yeah, jelly beans. Jelly beans. Um, some of them it was about their sobriety. It kind of went into some people kind of sobriety. It went into a little bit backstory, everything like that. Like you get, you get it. It's a solid enough plot. I don't want to give away all the details because it is kind of just Scarface and it is kind of just almost like lethal. We- it almost is like lethal weapon as well. Kind of. Like the sunny one or like the actual Like the actual one? show, okay. but done, <laughs> done in the sunny style. Okay. <laughs> uh, which I, I like the combination of... Um, it's what Kangaroo Jack wanted to do, but failed miserably at. And this was like, hey, let's actually do like a comedy, but have seedy elements to it, but keep it goofy and wacky. What was the point of Kangaroo What was the point Jack? of it? Uh, we wanted Christopher Walken to be in an animal uh, movie, but the last animal movie he was in was called The the Deer Hunter. But you can't hunt kangaroos, so you gotta have him be Jack. They had made a full live action movie of Kangaroo Jack. You didn't know that? And he sings Mama's Gonna Knock You Out. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I was talking about, the movie. There's... There's a oh did I say live action animated movie I made a full action oh I was like, what are mama. you on about they in, they're in Las Vegas and Jack talks and I think they understand Jack it's like a Scooby Doo scenario stupid I know what is it up with sequels where all of a sudden the people that didn't understand the first movie now understand the second movie you're ruining well, your continuity a lot of the problems is like you babe in the city 
<laughs> you'll you'll have like these franchises, and then you'll have somebody who gets hired who may not have seen the original franchise. Oh, are you talking about Teen Titans Go? Yeah, I've, just I've anything. Well, yeah, that's okay. There's a good example. Do you want to watch an episode of Teen Titans Go and just crap no. on it? Oh. No, I've seen an episode of Teen Titans Go. Yeah, but I'm in for the podcast. Just watch an episode while I so, crap on it. We like watch it and commentate it over while like on the podcast, or we watch it before and then dissect. Is it. that too hacky? Do too many people do that already? I mean, probably. I mean... Would it not fit for our pocket? Teen right. Titans Go is kind of old news. You know, that's what we don't... Yeah, we're done. We're all right with that. What we're talking about is puppets. That's what's real. That's what's real here. So it actually manages to have, like, a good satire of kind of, like, the early 90 police movies and kind of how those are set up. The the type of thing that you would see Tom Selleck in, you know? Type of thing. Like League of the Weapon, you know? It, it actually does satire it actually pretty well, where it... And it, but it actually does still tell a story that would be told in that, but honestly, kind of a little bit better. Uh, even though it is, like I said, even though it is kind of ripping off Scarface, it's doing it in a very good satirical way. Uh, it feels like it's almost like a stretched out episode of something like Hey Arnold or something like that, where they do like a satire thing, but they're like, no, we're going to stretch it to a fully thing. We're going to give it an R. We're going to put puppets. We're going to put... Um, a couple actual actors, a few, a lot of not real actual actors, um, but it probably wasn't super high for this. I bet 20, 20 million, maybe. But then again, Birdman was made on 12 million, so, I don't know. You can make a movie pretty cheap. It depends. Dallas Buyers assume, Club was I, five. I assume some of the expenses, like, for some movie like that, would probably just be hiring big name actors. No, uh, not for this movie, though. Okay. Uh, for this movie, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the biggest things on the budget was the, the catering budget. Oh, the catering. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably maybe the fourth biggest expense to them, I would think. So, you know. Uh, a lot of stuff goes into making something. You don't think about the catering budget. Yeah, that's no, a lot. that's not something like... Because people are... It, you've got a crew of 50 people eating every single day for five months, four months. And how long is shooting usually? Like three, man, three months, four months is usually. I think people usually depends shoot on the movie. Depends. Depends on, on the director. Director. <laughs> if you got Tarantino, you'll be spending all day on one shot. Sometimes you've heard that, right? I think that I have. for um, for like half of his movies, there's been times where he's just spent an entire day and he's like, "We're gonna do, get these. We're gonna get. We are. Damn it, guys! We're gonna get these twenty seconds." <laughs> Yeah, he's a perfectionist. He's kind of crazy. David Fincher, too, kind of crazy. Um, weird auteurs. Uh, but I finally watched Kill Bill Volume 2. Those two movies are good. I really like those two movies. And those are kind of hokey, too. Those are way over. He makes over-the-top movies most of the time. Some yeah. of them aren't. I mean... Do you like his? Do you like him Like from 1 to 10? All of his movies that you've seen personally, what would you give her overall rating to... His resume, of or his his. I his, mean, his, I. His, I'm not sure. His body of his body of work. I give it a I give it like a seven point six. I think is what I give his full body work, because I do not love Django, and I don't feel any super particular type of way about Inglorious Bastards. Even though I think it's decent enough, it, it definitely does. It kind of did. It made me smile. I it's not it my most favorite style i do appreciate yeah. what they He's are got his own style but yeah. it's not my personal favorite thing 
Yeah. I'm not going to put a number on it because yeah. I... Hateful Eight, I'll tell you. I'm... Next time I watch that, it's probably going to be 15 years from now, to be honest. That movie, slow. Okay. Like I said, don't love slow movies. Some of them are good. I usually don't love a slow movie, though. Um, maybe that's why I watch so much anime, because so much of it is. Then again, Naruto. I mean, some of them have some You're right. Naruto, be I bet I could edit. I bet I, if I took every single time characters were just staring at each other, not even saying anything, just staring at each other... There's easily two hours well, sometimes, of that in Naruto, Sometimes right? you got to leave some of that in. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. But there's got to be at least two hours in not. No. What? Probably twice that. Four hours of Naruto where they're just staring at each other? I mean, like, sometimes there's, there's like, a stare down for a reason, but, you know. There was a th- two or three minute scene in one episode of Naruto where him and Orochimaru were just staring at each other. And I was like, I'm not okay with this. This is so You're going to have to show me this. Because okay. I don't believe so, that it's two, three minutes of them it's just... It's long. Just, oh, it's so long because they go to commercial and they come back. Okay. That and you're like, you're like, what are they doing? What's happening? Ugh. So, they actually do manage to like make it fun, entertaining. I like the setting. The setting works for it well, where it is kind of almost like Sesame Street, but they just made it darker. Like, it feels Sesame Street-esque. Like... Think about Sesame Street. Think about Sesame Street. Mostly puppets, right? Yes. And, and little kids. Mostly puppets and little kids. Guest, right? guest, guest appearance every now and then. Guest appearance from, uh, yeah, every once in a while you get Mr. T, full of, for sure. Mr. Noodle's on. there. Uh, but that's Elmo's world. Yeah. Well, we got Elmo's world. Well, Elmo's world is its own property. We don't need to get into Elmo's world. It's Just part like of the Muppets Sesame Street. Just like the, okay. So, Sesame Street. You know, if you made it a little bit darker, just added those criminal elements to it, like, why not? And, and it feels I can think of a couple reasons why we shouldn't, but that's okay. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, if you did, <laughs> oh, this is okay. kind of the outcome to it. It's very, it's, it's, it, it's interesting. They could have gone into it more and elaborated it more. And honestly, they could have made a full, if they made a full series, I feel like it would have lost a lot of stuff. Like, it would have just gone on with too many different things. Like, it's better that it was, was a movie. Because I don't want to see a full HBO series like this. I don't think anybody really does. I mean, I'm sure some people would like to see something, some you know, people. like, puppet but edgier. But, you know. Yeah. Was, uh, I would, too, but not this. Not okay. this, personally. It works as a movie. Uh, I think some people... I don't get why some people want to adapt, like, movies into series. They're like, I want to make it a series now. And I'm like, you're foolish. You're it's silly. just because, like, why? some people, like, they want, like, more of something. Like, you know, it's, oh, wow, that was a great movie. I want to know what happens next. It depends oh. what the premise is in this side of yeah. it'd be It'd be weird if it went to something else. Um, I, it, this was a shorter one. I'm kind of coming to the end. Uh, if you haven't told... Haven't un, uh, if this hasn't dropped on you yet, this is definitely a stoner movie. So to you out there who uh, there's probably there's maybe a hundred listeners. To you out there, the two that just get stoned all day, uh, check it out. All right, you're you're gonna be chilling on the. Actually, that's not true. I was gonna say you're gonna be chilling on the couch all day, but not everybody that gets stoned just chills on the couch all day. That's a that's a myth. Uh, but yeah, hurtful no. stereotype. It's not a hurtful stereotype. <laughs> you know. No, no, no. If you're intoxicated all day, there's okay to have some say. You know, if you're drunk all day, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're stoned all day or you're drunk all day, it's fine to just be like that dude's lazy because you seem lazy. And also, stop doing that. It's not great for your mental health. It does not help with senility when you're older. Some people think, 
smoking a whole bunch of weed is probably going to help because Willie Nelson's doing really well. <laughs> but doesn't help to be stoned all the time. That's not going to help with your mental health. Anyway. All right. Uh, movie was actually... Uh, I mean, it, it felt almost like it was a Muppet movie. That's kind of why I asked up front how you feel about the Muppet movies. Because it feels like a Muppet movie, but darker, and it just had a weird kind of atmosphere. And it just kind of was like, let's... But it worked almost as like a Muppet movie, which is weird. Because think about kind of the structure of a Muppet movie, how those have kind of felt to you. Did you see the Treasure Island one? Because that's probably the best one. No. I've seen... Uh, like I said, I saw the the very... Like, the original Muppet okay. movie, and then I've seen the more recent two. Oh, movies. the ones with... Uh, 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 Jason Jason. Siegel. Yeah, yeah, Jason Siegel. They were really? okay. Those were... So you didn't see the... The um, Christmas Carol. The Muppets Christmas Carol movie. I might have seen that okay. one. But, like, I mean, it, I might have seen it, like, on TV. You know, and I, I haven't seen those two new Muppet movies. And I've only watched a little bit of the... Uh, of the series, I like the series. The series is weird, but the I... new one. Oh, there's a new one. There was. It was oh, not that's like right. Movie. Didn't HBO pick up the? Mu- no, they picked up Sesame Street. HBO picked up Sesame. No, no, no. Street. no, no there, it was, it was a while ones. back, like a couple of years. They did a new one, and like there was the whole thing where Kermit got that new girlfriend. It was no. A hot I'm talking pig. about um. When was it? The early '80s? Isn't that when the Muppets? I thought that was when Muppets was. No, I'm talking about the early '80s one. Oh, I've seen um, a couple. I like that one. I think it's a solid thing. Anyway, if you like the Muppets, if you like the Muppets and you get stoned, yeah, just watch this. This will be <laughs> perfect for you. Perfect like, mundo. You're like dope kid, dope kid. I can do this. Uh, if you like weird kind of parody satire things and you just kind of want to watch something weird, goofy that other people just have not. Uh, if you want to be, you know, if you want to be that hipster dude that's like, yeah, but I bet you haven't even seen the fuzz. You don't even get, you don't even get, <coughs> you don't even get what a jelly junkie is. That was them smoking their cigarette, by the way. Then they have, they have a, they've got a, they've got one of those brown cigarettes, not a white cigarette, because they're, they're, you know, a hipster. They don't smoke the white paper cigarettes. Um, Marlboros or the camel ones. They don't do that. That's They have their own fancy cigarettes. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. You're great. I appreciate it. Um, I'm a Bob Barkrate. Spade neuter your pets. What else do I need to <laughs> say? Be kind to each other. Be be good with each other. What else you want to say? What else is good? Uh, ha- have a rockin' day. Yeah. In the words of Wario. Yeah. Uh, Justice Crash. Over justice. justice. Over justice. Yeah. Let's uh, all agree. Justice, good thing. Oh, I was making a reference to Space <laughs> oh. Patrol Lulico. Oh, Chief well, Over seen. Justice. I've never seen. I've well, never you're seen. missing out. Lulico. Um, you probably never will, but anyway. Eric might do an episode of it eventually. Who knows? I've got a whole bunch planned. Uh, anyway, guys, peace out. Catch you on the next one. See